every time I, like the last few times I've gone to get Slurpees or slushies, they're like not frozen. I know. They're always like liquidy. I'm like, you have, it's, the machine's job is to make it a slushy. Exactly. That's its only job. It's not a it watery. Is... It's a slushy. Please. Go off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it pisses me off though, because I'm just like, I want the texture. I know. And it's never there. I know, right? Um, oh, this reminds me, I also have to share a sentiment that a friend shared with me, because he asked me to say this in the next episode. Okay. Um, something apparently that's important is to hate the player and the game. And I think that's a good analogy for our last episode regarding conflict, if you choose to handle it that way. Hating the player and also hating the mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. Just all in, baby. I don't respect that. I don't understand it, but you know what? I, I know I was, was gonna just, ask for elaboration, but I was like, it, I it can't feels provide like it. You can't. <laughs> it was just I don't think it me. needs one. No, honestly, it speaks for itself. Mm-hmm. Um, with that, though, welcome to episode eight of the Lonely Cast. Hey, we've officially Abby's back in Montreal. Yeah, I'm no longer traveling. Sorry about the breaks and the weird scheduling. Which, by the way, if you missed our Instagram post, we will be uploading on Fridays now instead of Wednesdays. I think it just works better for both of our schedules and with editing and stuff like that. Yeah, it's summer. We want to get out there. Yeah, the weekends summer. are for fun. <laughs> the weekends are for fun. Sunday fun day. Not um, that this isn't fun, but it no. is stressful at times to set <laughs> it up. Is. Especially when nothing goes right. But Yeah, we've had a couple tech issues, but we're back and we're better. We are. Back and better than ever. And also having watched Bo Burnham's new special Inside. Um, yep. Ooh, got a lot to say about that one. Did you watch it for the third time? Um, yes, I started this morning. I'm halfway through. Nice. So I'm on my third watch. Which is kind of embarrassing, but, like, also... It's really good. <laughs> it's so good. I... I don't know. I guess my first thought is, he is also a Virgo moon. So. Oh, yeah. Sorry. This is uh, Abby's proposal to Bo Burnham. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just as a warning, if you're not interested. <laughs> this entire episode. Hi, Bo. Uh, it's nice to meet you. Um, I also have a Virgo moon, and I deeply, deeply understand how you feel. Um, <laughs> I don't know what any of that means. <laughs> don't worry. Wait, but like, is, do, we'll discuss it in a different episode. I'm going to need you to explain it to me because you make references to astrology and I'm like, I don't know what any of that means. This is true. It's all very vague. Uh, we'll have an astrology episode, but a Virgo moon, nice. or I guess your moon sign. I'll just do a brief little explanation. Um, your moon sign is like your deepest, most innermost self. Um, that's like all to do with your emotions and stuff. It's who you are when you're most comfortable around people. Not a lot of people will get to like see that side of you. Um, it's how you like process your emotions and stuff like that. Um, Virgo moons, there's barely any, like, there's not a whole lot of emotion there until we reach a breaking point because all we do is compartmentalize things and put things away for later. And Mm. it's a lot of like, if I feel a big feeling, I'm just not going to deal with it, and I'll think about it later. And it leads to very big breakdowns and burnouts. But it also means we're hyper vigilant and hyper analytic about how we feel a lot of the time, and how we react, and how we treat people, and we're just in our heads all the time about literally everything. So in the section of like 
the best depiction i would say in the special was when he had that portion where he was like re- spoilers sorry oh yeah <laughs> we're gonna be talking about the special a lot in this episode so like yeah. if you haven't seen it don't listen to this and then watch it and then come back and listen to those obviously. but go watch it so you can come listen um, to us yeah <laughs> and also because it's really good sorry exactly continue. exactly it's a hundred percent worth it it's a piece of art but um the section of the of the special where he does like his reaction to his reaction of his singing his song and stuff like that that's basically like the best way to like write it down is like that's what a virgo moon is and that's how we process things where it's like we'll say and we'll do things and then we'll like 360 it and be like wait actually no the reason why i do is this is this and it's like wait no why do i always have to come off as intelligent i don't know so like every single time we record an episode just know that like i'm going through all of those phases like over and over and over again as i edit and then eventually my like go-to feeling about it is i don't fucking care anymore i just want this out of my hands and into the universe and i'm not gonna think (laughs) about it ever again um and i really hope that i don't say anything that makes me sound like too big of an asshole because although i should be held accountable sometimes that makes me anxious i feel that i had a i had a bit of an issue with last week's episode or two weeks ago oh really uh kind of the same thing just mm-hmm. like it was it was different being in person and not mm-hmm. in the comfort of my office yeah <laughs> um so i just felt like i was super like i was myself but not really mm-hmm. like some of the stuff i said i was just like you're not in my like while i was saying it i was like shut up oh, no. stop yep <laughs> um but it was well-received, well so that's yeah, good. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Like, I feel like in those moments when we are fully in our heads, um, we typically come across as, like, fine. It's never, like, a really great feeling while you're in it or even after it, but, like, people generally don't notice it. The things that always get yeah. me are the things where I'm not thinking about it and I just, like, say and do things and then don't proceed to think about it afterwards and then that's when people are like oh wait you sounded like kind of an asshole here and I'm like oh yeah that's valid you're right but then I start questioning my entire existence even though that's like also wrong too because like I should just build a bridge get over it improve but it's fine that's not what this is about now we're spiraling this is our own inside (laughs) Uh, yeah, we're, Inside we're planning on talking about like Netflix and the Bo Burnham special, but we're just like, who are we as people? Why do we handle things a certain way? But I mean, this is like, that's like what the special did to me initially on first watch. Uh-huh. I like had settled into bed. It was like, I don't know, 9.30. I was like, hmm, oh, a new Bo Burnham special. That's crazy. I I should watch this before I fall asleep hour and 45 minutes goes by and i kid you not i did not fall asleep until like 2 3 a.m that morning i was just staring at my ceiling and thinking about it and i was like wow yeah. it's like this past year haha <laughs> just a little <laughs> concerned for myself but that's the thing uh if you're planning on watching it uh i, I was kind of warned about what it would be like mm-hmm. it's not just a comedy special mm-hmm. it's gets a little deep gets a little raw Mm -hmm. um and it really messed me up we went to record yesterday and we had some (laughs) issues like with tech so we Mm -hmm. couldn't and i was very grateful because i was like in another world (laughs) i was like still processing it um it's really beautiful Mm -hmm. 
it's like very funny mm-hmm. um but like i've known of bo burnham for like 12 years mm-hmm. uh he had this ep or album that he released called i am or i'm boyo or whatever <laughs> um where he just like made songs because he's really good at making songs mm-hmm. um and it's just crazy to see someone that you think is just so funny and like not miserable yeah (laughs) like be trapped in a room and go through what everyone else is going through and just see how they handle it and Mm -hmm. um it was it was just it was really interesting and really emotional and uh big fan (laughs) Mm -hmm. well and i feel like with all of his stuff that he's put out in previous years and stuff um whether that be his comedy specials or his songs or like his youtube videos and stuff like that like way back in the day i feel like obviously we got like a very pared down version of like his inner workings where it's like it's the final product and like he'll sing and he'll write songs about these things that are like very real and very emotional and heavy and like stuff that a lot of people who struggle with mental illness go through but he'll write about it in a very funny like lighthearted way and he does that on purpose right but i mean with this it was different because i mean it was just him all doing everything and it was him in front of a camera for like over a year and it's impossible to hide when things are starting to kind of like seep through into it and the fact that it was kind of like our first glimpse of something that he put out where it was like really just that real and his breakdowns and his like mental health and everything like that like it was so right there that it kind of took away that like very tailored perfected image of him that I had previously had, you know? Yeah, well, because, like, if you've watched other specials, um, it's, he rehearses them for months and months, and he has, like, a crew behind that uh, helps him with all the lighting, and it's very, like, particular, and there's people, Mm -hmm. and that was, like, a huge difference, is that it was just him, Mm -hmm. and he kind of had to navigate all those things on his own. Mm-hmm. Um, but something that was really like interesting to watch is just how bad he wanted to finish it, but also how he was very nervous to finish it. Because mm-hmm. um, it was, it got to a point where it was like, "What am I gonna do after this?" Because yeah. this whole pandemic has gone on way longer than I thought it would, and if I don't have this thing that I'm focusing on, I'm gonna lose my mind. Mm-hmm which he was sort of starting to lose it a little bit. Yeah. I wouldn't say lose it, but he it, he started getting really, really anxious. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, it was just really interesting to watch because when... I feel like sometimes people don't get that these entertainers, like comedians, actors, like they're people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he's not like how he is on stage 24-7. Mm-hmm. Like, he gets anxious, he has panic attacks, he's a person who has emotions and he's not on all the time he's not just a joke machine Mm -hmm. (laughs) i don't know it was i still want to watch it again (laughs) yeah (laughs) and really process it but um i've never like gone from laughing to crying so fast yeah 
Yeah. No, he, and like, that's a thing that I've been like really thinking about too, because although I've been like a big fan of him for years and years now, yeah. um, there's a part of me that after seeing this, I'm like, I know probably the last thing that he wants is people to like put him on a pedestal for this art that he's created. And so I'm trying to like make sure that I'm not like, oh my God, Bo Burnham is the most blah, 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 blah person. Like, but what he did with that special was so just profoundly talented being able to like mm-hmm. articulate something create something that first of all looks that good sounds that good like you could tell like it was all like kind of there I saw there was like some few editing mistakes and stuff like that but like I mean who gives a fuck like it still was an amazing yeah. amazing piece of art and like he articulated something that so many people went through over the past year in such an accurate way in such a funny and creative way that that is just like he is genuinely a genius yeah i think a hundred percent and i mean it it makes like these like emotions and situations that we're going through a little easier to stomach like Mm -hmm. when it's presented to you in somewhat of a lighter way Mm um yeah but it is insane (laughs) yeah how talented he was again i like i understand what you're saying about not wanting to put him on a pedestal but Mm -hmm. that is every aspect of it Mm -hmm. was so creative and just beautiful Mm -hmm. even just i'm a big like (laughs) cinematic i like i like lights i like uh setups of like scenes so much thought went into like every second of that show Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm still... Yeah. I don't even think I fully processed it. And I watched it, like, two days ago. (laughs) My favorite thing with things like that, because, like, I'll usually do this with, like, YouTube videos and stuff that I watch, and, like, this special, admittedly, was kind of, like, some of the content that the YouTubers that I like to watch put out. That's just, Mm -hmm. like, very, like, well thought, and there's different, like, sections and parts and different, like, aspects of cinematography involved. Um, But in this one specifically... Like, I love trying to figure out the continuity of, like, how he filmed and, like, wrote and, like, whether or not he, like, wrote everything first and then, like, made the songs or, like, you know, I oh, I want to, like, I wish I could talk with him about it and just, like, ask about all of these different things and how he yeah. did it because I think, like, that's the most cool. Like, how do you keep track of all of that in your brain and, like, make, like, a full like feature length special by yourself in your fucking macbook because god knows i have issues even putting out like one fucking podcast episode like it's so (laughs) um i was thinking about that a lot too because i feel like there there was probably days where he was feeling really really creative like staying up super late like has like a really good idea of what he wanted to get done and what he was doing with it and there's probably days or weeks where he was just like i have nothing i don't Mm -hmm. know what to do Mm -hmm. um i don't know that's it was probably very life-changing for him yeah (laughs) uh just to be that secluded and like i don't know yeah Okay, so while I did my research, because I'm a crazy stalker person, and I was like, (laughs) is Bo Burnham single? And I don't think he is. 
I think he's been dating this, I think she's like a director and writer, like for Mm -hmm. like eight years, but they keep their relationship super private. And I think he was like living in the guest house of their home because in his last special that he released on Netflix, Be Happy, there's like a scene at the end, which I watched actually today. (laughs) I'm broken. Um, um, there's like a scene and it's like the same room and that was kind of like a weird flashback for me because I was like whoa and then his next special was like filmed in that room that like his last special ended special ended in but Mm -hmm. it's very very interesting so he's not single unfortunately however that doesn't mean I wouldn't say no to a cup of coffee (laughs) (laughs) we just want to take you for lunch yeah exactly (laughs) and chat exactly um well, it's a little nice, like, comforting to know. Like, I, I don't know the guy. Yeah. <laughs> and even though it was very raw and we saw, like, a different side of him, we don't know him. But it's, I'm happy to know that he has someone there for support. Mm-hmm. Um, and that he wasn't just in, by himself for a In, like, year. some weird Airbnb somewhere in LA. Like... It, it, like... The way it's shot, that's what it seems like. Like, yeah. he didn't leave this tiny little room for, like, yeah. a year. <laughs> um, no, it was really beautiful, though. Mm. And the songs are really funny, but also, like, just calling out some some issues that are going on right now um, mm. in a way that's, like, I don't see how anyone could get offended by it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, like, not too aggressive, but he's being like, hey, this is shitty. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. It's definitely, like, I like that there's a mixture of, like, more heavier hitting ones where it's, like, um, he did, like, that is how the world works with his little sock puppet. Yeah. And welcome to the internet. Oh, my God. That, that one, like, starts nuts. out, like, kind of sweet and nice, and then it, like, just really spirals. Yeah. Um, and then going and then into, like... there's also, like, the, the white woman's White woman's Instagram. Instagram. <laughs> 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 Fucking love that one. Or, um... What was... He did... Why am I blanking so hard? Never mind. Screw that. White Woman's Instagram. Beautiful song. Um, there's another one that's, like, pretty good and, like, pretty lighthearted, not too serious. Um, that's just funny, but I don't know. It's just, it's brilliant. And, like, I will probably, like, rewatch it for a fourth, fifth, sixth time just because, like, it's so good. And it's, like, it's weird, though, because it's one of those things where, like, if there are people in my life that haven't seen it yet, I'm hesitant to tell them to go watch it. Because I don't think it's something that is for everybody. Um, I Well, I like talking about it with my boyfriend because uh, we were planning on watching it together, but I wanted to watch it before we recorded. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, um, maybe make sure you're like in an okay state of mind before you watch it. Like, Because mm-hmm. I was feeling kind of okay when I mm-hmm. watched it, and I know that if I watched it on a bad day, I would be in a mood for like a week yeah um yeah it, it it does get really dark but um i think it's really worth it mm-hmm. uh super funny 
but also just really gets you thinking. <laughs> mm-hmm. For sure. For sure. It made me kind of bummed that I didn't really uh, create or do anything during the pandemic. But we- something that I remind myself is that we survived. Okay. <laughs> Obviously the podcast. We- <laughs> That's not what I meant. <laughs> what are we literally doing right now? That's not what I meant. <laughs> no, 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 that's fair. Obviously, this is something that's new, and I'm really proud of uh, the both of us for actually doing it. <laughs> I just mean, like, I wanted to write a bunch, and I didn't do that. Mm-hmm. Like, little things like that, but just surviving and coming out of that is a big win. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Um, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. No, it's for sure, like, it, it's weird because looking back over the past year, like, I obviously dealt with my fair share of highs and lows, whether that was spurred on by, like, you know, personal things going on in my life or, um, you know, big global events that were happening that I was, like, trying to deal with and think about and process. Um, one, one that really shook me in the past year was experiencing agoraphobia for the first time ever. And I didn't know if it was that at first because I was like, oh, it's just my anxiety. I'm just feeling very anxious. But it was like, no, like I couldn't leave my house without crying. Like the only time I could leave is if I was leaving to like be like I had to be somewhere. So if I was going to work, I'd be like, okay, this is fine. And I would like hyperventilate basically my entire way there. Like I would just be like on the verge of a panic attack. So, like, on my days off, though, if I had nowhere to be, nothing to do, I wouldn't leave because if I tried to force myself to leave, I would start crying. Like, there have been so many alleyways around this apartment that I have just sobbed in because I'm, like, panicking about being outside because I had, like, forced myself to go there because I felt like something was so wrong with me. Like, and I didn't know how to cope properly with, like, that feeling of, like, doom of, like, going into the outside world and stuff. I didn't know what it came from I just kind of was like "Ah, I can't believe I'm here like I need to I needed to just get out of my apartment for the day and now I'm like sobbing (laughs) I don't know what happened in that moment but I don't know I I'm starting to realize now it was a lot more common for people um than I had realized in the past and I I think that it was something that should have probably been talked about a little bit more over like the course of the pandemic because like I mean not saying that it's over but like you know when we were like all super locked down um especially like last like summer and autumn and stuff like that I felt like that was kind of when it was really bad for me but like no one I found that I knew of and I didn't really see a whole lot of discourse online was talking about it everyone was kind of just like be yelling about staying inside so I was like okay I'm inside and now I cry when I leave so yeah, that's something that I was thinking about the other day. Um, I feel like most people are past the point of being scared of, like, getting COVID mm-hmm. or giving COVID because that was a major reason for not wanting to leave. Mm-hmm. But now as people are getting vaccinated and things are opening up a little bit, like, that's not the issue. It's just we've gone so long um, feeling like, guilty about seeing people or doing Mm -hmm. things that now it's like hard Mm -hmm. (laughs) like even 
I love walking places. I love going for walks. And I've been having a hard time doing so because I'm scared of running into people. Mm-hmm. And I joke about it, but I genuinely like am scared I'm going to run into someone I know mm-hmm. or just even walking past strangers. The other day I wanted to go and pick up some stuff and I like just didn't. And I was like, oh, I'll just order it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, like I have my small circle of friends and we sit in my one friend's backyard and that's like my like I'm easing into it yeah it's like I have work my house and then that is kind of like a little extra Mm -hmm. but I don't want to go out to restaurants I don't want to do any of that stuff because I'm just Mm -hmm. like I don't know scared of people now I guess yeah like I'm so I don't know why. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, like, even when we were meeting up at the park, I... Or the hill. <laughs> the hill. <laughs> the hill. <laughs> uh, there were so many people, and I was walking, and I was like, they're staring at me. Everyone's staring at me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I shouldn't be here. I need to go home. Like, mm-hmm. And I don't know why. It's just... I've worked past the being scared of catching covid but now i'm scared of people yeah socializing again yeah i don't know i feel like it's just like i i'm always in like you know very controlled environments when i socialize i typically have like the upper hand or even at work where i'm like oh i know what to expect like whatever but then when you go outside into the world now (laughs) you're like what's gonna happen yeah especially because Especially because I think, like, in the past year, we have seen so many just tragedies and horrible things take place. It's hard to view the outside world, no matter where you live, as, like, a welcoming, fun space to be in. Because so much bad shit happens out there. At least that's what we've really been focused on. Like, bad shit has always happened. But Um, um, everyone's been very hyper-focused on it. Yeah. Yeah. My boyfriend and I stopped by my friend Matthew's place to pick something up, uh, mm-hmm. and we did the wearing masks, standing quite a bit away from each other thing. Mm-hmm. And I realized that socialing, socialing, <laughs> socializing now is like the end of a hangout, like the awkward, like saying goodbye. Mm-hmm. Like you skip the socializing part, like the hanging out, getting dinner. You're, yeah. like, standing outside of a restaurant, standing kind of far away from each other, like, talking, but, like, one of you's waiting to say goodbye. Mm-hmm. That's what socializing is like now. Exactly. Yeah, and, and it's weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm very thankful for my bubble of friends that I have and that they're willing to do things. At first, I was worried because last summer, all that I really did was, like, once or twice a week, go see my friends in the park and we would drink. And, like... Yeah that's like fun like once in a while but (laughs) it gets very old especially because I was just going through a lot and I needed like more stimulation I think but yeah this summer I have a group of friends that like Friday we had like ratatouille on my friend's roof and then the next day we went to the beach all day and then today I'm going to a barbecue later like 
and it's like all with the same group which is nice but we're varying up the activities which yeah. I enjoy because um, I'm a very impatient person and I like to do things um, next what I need is just to find a friend that's like down to do whatever with me um, so if I'm like I'm going to the farmer's market do you want to come um, yeah maybe I can fill that with a romantic partner <laughs> who knows though I've been alone for so long I do not know how to date anymore <laughs> I, I, my issue right now is that all I can really do is, like, sit at home and, like, watch movies or shows or mm-hmm. play video games or go for walks, mm-hmm. um, because I'm not quite down to, like, go to restaurants and stuff and there's not really anything else to do, mm. uh, but now it's, like, walks aren't that enjoyable because it's, like, during my walk I'm just thinking as soon as this is over I'm gonna have to probably either watch a show or play a video game to like yeah. stimulate my brain yeah <laughs> um and I'm starting to have like a hard time focusing on anything mm-hmm. which is my own fault but watched a lot of really good movies and shows yeah so exactly that's good. <laughs> exactly um I've recently decided that I'm going to try to listen to less music which it's going to be a task for me because I feel like I'm constantly always listening to music if I'm not like mm-hmm. watching something. Um, but I found out that music does distract you from actually like thinking about things. <laughs> and given the amount of music that I listen to, I've probably hindered a lot of my processing of certain issues in my life. Isn't that um, the point? <laughs> Yeah, but I think it's probably take starting to catch up with me. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I've started to appreciate like doing things in silence a little bit more. Like if I instead of like putting on a show or listening to music while I do dishes, I just stand and do dishes. Like it sounds like the most boring thing ever, and it kind of is. But I do get some good thinking done. Or like going to the park to read a book and not. I I also do this a lot, which is probably not healthy for my brain. But I'll listen to music and read at the same time. And, like, just because I've always, like, thought that was, like, good and cool. Um, But I've also noticed that I don't, like, take in a lot of what I'm reading when I do that either. And so going to the park and, like, sitting with no music in and reading a book is a whole new experience. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I've always just felt like I've had to, like, fill my brain with a bunch of things constantly or else, like, I'm bored. I have to. (laughs) Yeah. I, but, uh, I should probably work on that, too, because, like, when I'm watching something, I'm on my phone at the same yeah. time, and I find that I focus more on what I'm watching when I'm on my phone also. Okay. Like, if I really? put my phone down, and I'm, like, like not really processing what's happening, and then if I'm, like, on my phone and, like, glancing up, I'm way more focused. It's really bizarre. Oh, my God. We're just so used to multitasking. Capitalism yeah. has done a number <laughs> on us, guys. Curses. Did you see beings. Grimes' video? <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to talk about that today too. I what is she opposition about? for the communists? Um, I don't know. AI is owned by mega rich people and will never properly be dispersed to the working class, anyway. So it's null. Plus, she you're laying next to the richest man in the world. 
Yeah, I saw another TikTok that literally was just talking about how it was all manipulation for cryptocurrency because they're manipulating the markets because Elon has gotten in trouble a lot recently for his antics on Twitter mm-hmm. um, with his like mentioning of Dogecoin and then like everyone buying into Dogecoin. Like he's like subliminally, subliminally, I don't know if that's the right word, subconsciously, not even really. <laughs> he's very intentionally manipulating the markets so that he gets a payout pretty much yeah um because she put up that first video that's like i have a proposition for the communists and then she put up another one like i think a day or like a few hours or something later like it wasn't too much longer afterwards that was like a very similar video and i honestly do not remember what the fuck she was even talking about i don't think she knew what she was talking about no because i think elon made her do it yeah um because at the end of the video, Elon goes, hey, did you check Bitcoin today? And then the video ends. And so I think he's just trying to play around with new ways of manipulating the um, cryptocurrency market, to be honest. Um, They're literal aliens. A hundred percent. I don't believe that that Elon and Grimes. Yeah, but something is so off about them. A hundred percent. My thing is... How, what do you do with that much money? You'd be a greedy little bitch and sit on it and then take in more and more and more. And yeah, then you but think for that you're God. What? Like, what, what are you even doing with this money? Like, I he has, he could do whatever he wants and then still have a shit ton of money left over. Like, it's yeah. an absurd amount of money. I don't think people get that. <laughs> no, I genuinely think that, like, corporate elites are inhuman and they probably are in a lot like involved in a lot more like darker weirder shit than we think because they just have access to it and all of their craziest fantasies are accessible to them and no one's gonna tell them no because they have money and they can post like they're just they're the most powerful people in the world because that's how it works and that's terrifying and I'm sick of it. And I cannot wait till we all have a little feast. Because <laughs> I am so tired and scared. But it's fine. Yeah. It's... I don't know. It sucks because Grimes was, like, really cool. <laughs> and yeah. then she started dating, dating Elon Musk. She lived in Montreal. She's, like, Montreal grown. She's hmm. a Montreal weirdo. And then she got really famous and got married. But I also heard that, like, I mean, there's been accusations all, I don't know if this is alleged or not, um, of, like, him being an abusive partner. Oh, I can see um, that. I was just going to say that, like, I've seen, he just talks to her like she's an idiot. Mm-hmm. Well, and, like, has weird things about, like, raising his kids and stuff like that and, like, pretty sure the reason why he's all had sons which this is definitely alleged is like because of like genetic choices and stuff like that and like i don't know um i just think he's a rich fucking creep and she's probably a victim in certain ways but (laughs) yeah yeah every episode i'm just like let's bring back bullying (laughs) literally literally. (laughs) welcome to the lonely cast we bully people here um just the bad ones the corporate elite and we don't feel bad about it (laughs) no he uh i just can't wrap my head around 
having that much money and seeing people like struggle so hard yeah and being like more 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 for me yeah because it's like you you've already created so much wealth for yourself that you're good like you can Mm -hmm. you can go buy a plane you can go Mm -hmm. do whatever the hell you want and you still have like an absurd amount of money exactly grimes on a fucking tiktok talking about i have a proposition for the communists um blah blah blah. we can totally reach post-scarcity blah 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 blah. and i'm like you and your husband could probably get the world to reach post-scarcity just by dividing up your wealth and handing it out but you'll never do that because you lose all of your power the minute that you do that so what you care about isn't the betterment of the world or communism or anarchy or blah 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 what you care about is power and being a dictator of what happens to the working class so yep fuck you fuck you to the moon and back (sighs) anyways every time i listen to a grime song now i'm like it bops but hater (laughs) it's okay spotify gives barely anything to their artists so like oh calling out spotify now yeah that's another corporation i hate but also (laughs) love it's problematic fave, unfortunately. Um, speaking of Spotify, did you do your... Oh, wait, you don't use Spotify. Abby, you're not supposed to tell anyone. Everyone Sorry. gets really mad. <laughs> Spotify supremacy. Um, I know, I like, know. <laughs> there's like that uh, astrology thing that everyone has been doing. And I did mine, and I got really embarrassed. What is it? Um, it's basically like this... Uh, spotify your own so you can like click this link and it will like put a bunch of like your statistics for your artists and stuff into like really pretty looking things that you can share so it's like what's your sun moon and rising artists and like what are your dinner guests what are your three dinner guests that you would have that are like artists that you like and listen to my dinner guests i was very proud of actually and i think it would be a fucking bomb ass if not kind of sad dinner party um charlie xcx very hype very sexy very great <laughs> phoebe bridgers <laughs> very sexy very chill very sad but also very funny um also charlie xcx is very funny too her tiktoks kind of make mm-hmm. my life um and then fiona apple just very sad um but also very interesting and i think that that would be a very great dinner party and yeah but then i found out my son and spotify is taylor swift oh um, yeah your son not your my like... son my son artist is taylor swift my, my son is taylor swift <laughs> i was like what <laughs> one day i'll have a baby and you shall call her mom um, and you shall call her Taylor Swift. Um, <laughs> anyways. It's a TikTok um, so Taylor reference. Swift was, apparently Taylor Swift's my top artist right now. And like, at first I was embarrassed about it, but I'm trying out this new thing where I just like the things that I like because I like them and not because I want other people to think that it's cool that I like them. So that's fun. Um, Taylor Swift is my top artist right now. And then my moon sign, my most emotive artist that I like is Joji, apparently, which I think is like completely false because 
I, I mean, I like Joji. I just don't think he's the most emotive and emotional artist that I like. But whatever, Spotify. Um, and then my rising sign is Arca. Um, I don't know who that is. Like, I guess they fall under the category of hyperpop. But I don't know necessarily what kind. It's kind of just like experimental weird noise music that's from this like I like queer person in New York. So I don't know. Um, they've been around for a while, and I'm very interested in them. Um, but they make like pretty good, cool music. It's just like stuff that if I played it for my friends, I would be like, "Can you shut this fucking off?" <laughs> so yeah. Um. That's a corporation that does have my heart, unfortunately. It's Spotify. Can't hate yeah. them all. <laughs> no. No. Have you watched anything else on Netflix recently that you've really enjoyed? Oh, I wanted to talk about Shit's Creek. Mm-hmm. Um, Canadian show uh, written and created by uh, Eugene and... His name's Daniel Levy. They're a, a father and son. And it is so funny and so warm. <laughs> and just like, <laughs> it's really, it's really, really. <laughs> it's wee 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 good. It's wee 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 good. Um, <laughs> it's super well written. It, like, the relationships between the characters are just phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, and something I really appreciate is um, just the representation that they have, because um, mm-hmm. did I just forget his name? I was literally just watching it. David. <laughs> David, <laughs> one of the characters. He, uh, I don't think he ever really states his sexuality. Uh, mm-hmm. They have like this in the. Like, earlier episodes, he explains it as, like, I like white wine, and I like red wine, and sometimes I like pink wine, and, like, that's how he explains it. Yeah. And then, uh, aside from that, there's only, like, two episodes where they even, like, comment on his sexuality, Mm -hmm. um, and his relationship with his partner is, has, like, I feel like in every show or movie, it's very much about uh, people not supporting, like, a gay relationship or, like, abuse, like, an abusive uh, gay relationship, but it's just, like, a regular relationship, Mm -hmm. which doesn't happen often in, like, shows and movies, I find. Like, there's Mm -hmm. always, like, something going on there. Um, but it's just, like, a normal, healthy relationship without any of that extra bullshit. (laughs) Um, like, they have one episode where his partner's concerned about coming out to his parents, and they're just like, oh, we don't care, and then they move Mm -hmm. on. But it's not like a... They don't feel the need to talk about it all the time, and it's... Yeah. It's just natural, and... I don't know. I think it's just really great because <laughs> it's really rare for it not to be such like a, a big topic in a show mm-hmm. when there is a couple that is gay or lesbian or, you know, it's just they just are existing and they're just a exactly. cute couple and it's not like, yeah. uh, I don't know. 
it's really funny and really like you care about the characters and you get to watch them grow and uh, it's just I really recommend it. I started watching I kind of want to give it another chance but uh, there's this movie I was gonna recommend to you if you I don't know if you're really into uh, like gory yeah horror movies yeah it's called Classic. Blood Quantum blood quantum and it's like there's a zombie apocalypse but um all the indigenous people are immune oh it's really it's like a really interesting concept um it got a little boring like three quarters of the way through but it's mm-hmm. like it started off really really strong mm-hmm. um my brain just can't focus for that long so i turned it off but <laughs> um i want to rewatch it again but it's a really interesting concept so that's like a movie that i've watched recently Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, all I really do is take in as much media as I can. Yeah, fair enough. As well as those psychology videos, because <laughs> apparently, I went on Twitter the other day, and apparently, like, a lot of people are getting recommended these videos. Oh. Um, like, the one specifically is what um, a criminal trying to act insane looks like. And it's oh, just about- they've been recommended to me, but I've never clicked on them. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> he has like a channel full of videos um, and he just takes like interrogation footage and like breaks it down point by point. Like, wow. He's like, notice uh, her hands here or like notice that he's not making eye contact here and like uh, really, really interesting. I've fallen back Ooh. down the hole of like true crime and all that <laughs> jazz. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I uh, I feel like, I mean, I've been watching episodes of Shit's Creek here and there. I feel like it's not one of those shows that I've gotten super invested yet because I just haven't gotten to know the characters super well. But it's like one of those that I'll like put on in the background. I started watching though the Kaminsky Method. Okay. Um, I don't know the name of the actors or anything like that, but they're all like, it's one of those shows that like you kind of hate it because you're like oh this is just a bunch of old white guys in hollywood making a masturbatory show or like piece of art about their lives because it basically is like a guy who wanted to be an actor turned into just more of like an um, acting coach for like the stars and stuff like that and now he just like is older and teaches classes and his best friend is like a really famous well-regarded hollywood director and it's kind of about like their family dynamics and stuff like that um and like the friends that they've lost and stuff and um they're both like the one guy is widowed the other guy has been like divorced a couple of times and like they're stumbling through like dating and everything like that it gives me really big like grace and frankie vibes except like kind of just more focus it's like two dudes basically um but it's a really good show. I don't know. It's funny and it's like written well. And it's just like you can tell that like it's just one of those pieces of art that you're like, oh, God, yeah, like this is so like done again and again. But like just the one liners that they use, it's very like old timey in a way. Um, but I don't know. There's just something like endearing about it um, that I really enjoy. Um, what else? Uh, a lot of Bo Burnham. I watched Aaron Brockovich today, um, which I hadn't ever seen before. That's another good piece of, um, it's another good film about just the injustices of the world in general and like how women are treated and how poor people are treated against corporations. 
Good things, good things. Plus, there's a sexy motorcycle rider, and also Julia Roberts is fine as fuck, as <laughs> always. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like I haven't, like, aside from the Bo Burnham special, I haven't seen anything that's been super, like, groundbreaking or amazing for me <clears throat> as of late. Um, do you only have uh, Netflix? I do. When I was in Edmonton, I watched a lot of Letterkenny. <laughs> <laughs> I love letterkenny so much but it's available on crave and i don't have crave so i've only seen like an episode or two of that show but um, oh my god Brittany, i feel like you would love it so much probably would like once you actually get into it i'm easy to entertain Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh i'm making mal watch buffy the vampire slayer Uh, because i grew up on it yeah it's kind of interesting to watch now i mean it's cheesy Mm -hmm. of course Mm -hmm. um but it was a really exciting show for me growing up because I was like, there's this really cool, like, female badass, and yep. I could be her. <laughs> mm-hmm. I could slay vampires. Yeah. Uh, but it was just, yeah, like, growing up, it was huge for me because it was mainly men that were, like, the leads in shows. and um, But a lot has come out about Joss Whedon being a piece of shit and the oh. women on like that we're filming that show didn't have a good time at all yeah and i can see it now now that i'm not a kid uh i just had a stroke um (laughs) i just like choked on my words um it's very misogynistic a lot of the writing um just a lot of poor taste um Yeah, there's, like, we keep turning to each other, and we're just like, what the fuck? Why did he say that? Yeah. Um, but I've been picking up on a lot of that in a lot of shows lately, because I think it's just been on my mind, <laughs> and yeah. it's kind of ruining things for me. Like, when I was watching mm-hmm. the Marvel movies, I get, know. don't even get me started. <laughs> it's hard to be woke and consume things you once loved. Um, yeah, because I was like, Buffy's the best show ever. Nothing's wrong with this. And then I yeah. grew up and I was like, wow, this is... I still love it and I still appreciate it because I grew up on it. But I'm like, mm-hmm. this is really gross. <laughs> also, I just want to say my use of the word woke back there really made me cringe a little bit internally. So yeah, I'm gonna I was just going to skip past to it. Informed. <laughs> I don't want to... I don't want to sound like one of those assholes, but, like, to be informed on issues. Not even Um, that. It's just being, like, I watched it when I was a kid. So, like, now that I'm aware about things. Yeah, um, exactly. But that's the shitty thing, because, like, it's so normal that growing up, as like, when I was a kid, I was just like, yeah, that's that's how guys talk to girls. And (laughs) that's cool. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, old comedies that I wish I could watch, like, that are just iconic, Mm-hmm. But it's so hard for me to, like, bring myself to watch it. Like, old comedies from the 70s and stuff like that. I'm just, like... Constantly <sighs> rolling my eyes. Just... I can't... Like, because it's just not funny to me anymore. Yeah. Like, I feel like maybe if I was shown it when I was, like, 13, 14, I would have been, like, ah, ha, ha, but then felt, like, a little deeply uncomfortable. But now I'm just, like, this is just... It's not funny. And, like, good comedy to me isn't, like fucking playing the same strings of like misogyny and the patriarchy over and over and over again like i don't know i mean circling back to the bo burnham special <laughs> that's mm-hmm. what he does very well it's very he doesn't try it doesn't even feel like he's trying to be funny he just is 
mm-hmm. and he can talk about like really serious issues in a way that's not offensive or not too much <laughs> you know exactly like because i think he does kind of walk that line sometimes because mm-hmm. if you like talk to someone who was like going through something or like was very serious about a specific issue it'd be like i mean as he says like how could you be joking at a time like this like yeah. you know like but it, it is self-aware to a certain extent mm-hmm. um and that definitely does it does make it seem different if someone was just like going off and like making jokes like about everything that's happened in the past year and like not paying regard to the fact that like either them saying the jokes in the position that they're in they have privilege or like what they're joking about isn't necessarily something that should be getting joked about like i don't know and he yeah he doesn't ever cross the line he like kind of walks it yeah in a way which Mm -hmm. is nice yeah also i think the white woman instagram song was probably like not my favorite but one of the best in terms of the people group that it was making fun of and I really appreciated it yeah it made me laugh really hard and I've seen a lot of like people on Instagram or on TikTok sorry uh like comparing their Instagram photos to the photos that he created for that song and it's so funny and like that's the thing like no one's getting offended by it they're like yeah i do take photos like that like that's really funny because he's really like thoughtful about the way that he words things and the way that he like Mm -hmm. tells his jokes which i feel like a lot of people aren't (laughs) and you know what i appreciate about it he made an entire song about a white woman's instagram he not once put on a fake wig not Mm -hmm. once like but it was so well thought out just even with like the frames changing to like being a square frame and like all of the costuming and the decor and all yeah. the different shots that he took for it everything was so well thought out and so perfect and it, there was nothing gimmicky about it yeah like and that was so nice because i think that's like what bothers people where it's like you can definitely like critique certain groups of people and like critique like certain things and like it's fun to make fun of it but it's even better when it's done in such a like just it's a brilliant I don't know it's not even brilliant it's just like done well because like I mean he could get in flack for making fun of women period but like he did it in a way that was just like honest about a people group and like wasn't like mocking per se yeah it wasn't like oh I'm a woman, I do this, like, all women yeah. do this. It was just, like, these are photos that women take, and it's exactly. funny. Exactly. I don't know. It's just, uh, not putting you on a pedestal bowl, but you're a, you're a bit of a genius, and I think you owe yourself that. But he owes himself a lot more credit than I feel like he gives himself. A hundred percent. He's very talented. Yeah. Um... Got anything else? I forgot. (laughs) Um, I'm having a bit of a brain fart, honestly. (laughs) That's okay. That's totally okay. It's like super hot outside right now, and like yeah, my apartment's really gross. Yeah, I don't have air conditioning. Me neither. Woo! (laughs) You're still wearing a flannel, though. Holy shit. Um, cause I'm insecure about my body. Um, (laughs) Valid. I'm taking this off as soon as we're done. <laughs> I hate... Oh, I don't like summer. 
I hate. No, wait. <laughs> I Today, love. <laughs> I love. <laughs> um. No, I I just I don't like my brain right now. I mean,、mm-hmm. it's all the just sitting on my couch watching shows and stuff. But、mm-hmm. I feel I feel like when it's hot outside, my brain literally malfunctions because <laughs> all I can focus on is like how sticky and gross I feel. Yep. No, I I get that for sure. Um, you should go get a Slurpee after this. It really does help. I filled、yeah, myself with joy. Leaving my house though. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. Which I don't intend on、um, doing. Agoraphobia does go away. Just for all of those of you who might be going through something like that,、um, yeah. it does go away. I would say my best fixer-upper of that issue was. Deep breathing, which sounds dumb, but it actually does really help before、um, leaving my house, especially.、Um, and do like a litmus test. Do you want to be listening to like good, uplifting music while you're walking around, or do you want to just not be listening to music at all? Also, though, listening to podcasts helped me a lot too while being outside because、um, it did help distract my brain away from that anxiety.、Um, so, listen to our podcast while you go for a walk. And、also, just like test go- the water. Yeah, like you don't need to dive into、um, being in public. <laughs> you can、yeah. dip your toes in, go for a short little walk. If you're feeling too overwhelmed, go home. Try again the next exactly. day.、Um, exactly. It's we're all adjusting. It. This was、mm-hmm. a very bizarre thing that happened to us, to us、mm-hmm. all, and it'll. I know I'm gonna get out of this funk, it's, but it's gonna take me a while.、Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't a super social person before, but now it's like I don't even want want to walk by people because they'll、mm-hmm. perceive me. <laughs> the moral of the story is: being outside can feel good, but being inside can feel better sometimes. <laughs> And that's okay. <laughs> Thank you, Bo Burnham, for inside. Yeah, it's so And good. Ours. I wish I、yeah. was better at articulating uh,、um, my thoughts. <laughs> yeah, like, well, and like another thing that that made me realize is that's just like what I want to do. I just want to create stuff. Yeah, and like be able to have people appreciate it and like enjoy it and to relate to it and stuff like that. But there's a part of me that's like, but I don't want any of that to be attributed to me. Like I want all everything that I create and put out to be separate from me, so that people like enjoy it, but that I'm not like. Like I want to get credit for it, obviously, but I don't want people to like, you know, start to look to me to keep putting out things or、yeah. something like that. You know, like it's just like, oh my god, this is this really great piece of something, but I'm not like I'm adjacent to it. It's not like who I am, you know.、Mm-hmm. Um. So I don't know. Eventually, one day, I'll figure out a groove and I'll get into it. Yeah, I think something that I've had to、uh, repeat to myself is that. It's the stuff that you're gonna create isn't for everyone, and you shouldn't hold yourself to a, a standard of like I need this to be like this, I need this to be funny. It's just like if it's funny to you, or if it's entertaining to you, if it means something to you, then just put it out there. Because、um, obviously, there's days like today where my brain is full of fog, and I'm not very good <laughs> at talking, <laughs> and that happens sometimes. For sure, but 
you know what if there's even one person that listens to this all the way through and enjoys it that's that's all i care about mm-hmm. and let's be honest i'll probably be that one person but i enjoyed it and it makes <laughs> me happy so <laughs> um we're reaching the end actually yeah yeah. Sorry, I'm like that's okay. Out of it, <laughs> it's the heat, baby. It is. Um, mm-hmm. So I got my Netflix recommendations in there. Um, <laughs> I got across that I like Bo Burnham. I think yes. I, I I got the what I got out what I wanted to get out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Go watch the Bo Burnham special if you're mentally mm-hmm. uh, prepared to. I think mm-hmm. it's not only is it entertaining and funny and kind of uh, an escape for part of it, um, just gets you thinking and mm-hmm. kind of makes you realize that you're not the only person dealing with what you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, it's a it's a it's a good one. Um. Thank you again, Bo, because I know I know you're listening to us talk about this yes, right now. Yes, obviously. And I just wanted to say you're fantastic. The work that you put out is genuinely brilliant, life-changing, whatever. <laughs> um, and this is the end of the episode now, so. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. If you enjoyed this, if you enjoy us, feel free to follow us at any of our social medias, which are linked in various places that you probably know where to look to find them. Um, We have a Discord, so feel free to join the Discord if you'd like to. Um, And thank you to Doug Hoyer for making our outro and intro song, and to Malachi Wilkins for doing our um, little intro animation and all of our little images that we put everywhere um so yeah that's that's this and thanks um, for watching do let us know if there's any topic you'd like us to talk about um mm, yes. you can tweet at us or message us and or in the discord whatever um mm-hmm. and we'll try to talk about it <laughs> we yeah. probably fit it in <laughs> yeah we got lots of time on our hands. We're just chugging along. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks for watching. Bye. Bye.